This is Brian Finale, and you're listening to the My Lead System Pro Podcast. The podcast for entrepreneurs who want to grow, get better, and rewire your mind for success so you can build the business of your dreams. And now, it's time to dig deep with an MLSP industry top earner. Let's rock. Welcome to another episode of the Miley System Pro Wake Up Call Podcast. My name is Brian Finale. I'm one of the co-founders here. And today we are talking about decisions. How successful leaders make decisions. And you'd have to agree that if you were to look at a six or a seven-figure earner, you know that they talk differently, right? You know that they, they walk differently. They have behavior and behaviors, they have behavioral patterns that are different from the pack, right? They do things with their time a little bit differently than your average Joe or Jane, <laughs> right? They, they do things a little bit differently, right? You, that would be safe to say that if you were to compare a six- or seven-figure earner's day versus your average, you know, networker or someone who's treating this business as a hobby, they're, they're different. It's not good, bad, right, or wrong. They're certainly going to produce very different outcomes, but they're different. And today's call is about the decision-making. How successful leaders think when it comes to making decisions. And this is the thing that we talk about at all of our workshops. It's like the heavy piece, like, look, it's time to make a decision. Really, it's one of the, the, the things that we don't really, like, yell about all the time, but really it's like the biggest thing because at our level one workshops, that's where we get 100% success rate. Everybody gets leads. Like the material isn't difficult. If We always say if we could teach a monkey to speak English, he or she could go through and do the action steps to go get leads. This is really that simple. There's no ads. There's no funnels. There's nothing technical about anything we're teaching there. What's holding most back are decisions. And it's at an unconscious level. It's decisions around, well, I don't know what to, you know, they, they say, I, wanna, I don't know what to promote. I don't know what I'm selling. I don't know what I want to lead with. Right? Because everyone here at MSP, we are so blessed to attract people with huge hearts, people who want to serve all, I mean, they want to help everybody they, they come across. Everybody. That's a beautiful thing. But when we're like, hey, you know, this is marketing, we got to choose one. It's so, you know, to watch the human brain and me and Norb and Jim, you know, we're, we, we, we can spot it because we used to do it too. They can't make a decision. It's like I can't, I don't, you know, if I want to lead with MLSP, but I want to lead with product, but wait, I've got this opportunity. And we actually teach how to blend it all up, how, to, how, how you can very easily, you know, if you're in – health and wellness, and you want to lead with a product, you want to lead with a weight loss shape, you're going to be publishing content about weight loss, right? You're going to be doing diet tips, regimens in the gym, right? You're going to be talking about shredding fat, gaining muscle, what to do in the morning to speed up your metabolism, what to do at night to, you know, to, with water and ways to bump up your, your immunity and your health and all these things, right? But wait, but Brian, I want to promote MLSP. And that's fine. But you said, number one, we want to, our number one goal, the number one thing we want to be selling for the next 30 days is weight loss. That's, that's, you are going to be the weight loss guy or gal. Right? That's going to be your thing. Right? But wait, hold on. What you could very effectively do is start to build an audience as well of, like, 
professionals like trainers and gym owners and people who are in, you know, they, they themselves have supplements. They themselves are practitioners. They want more clients. So every now and then you could talk about, hey, health enthusiasts who want more clients, hey, you know, if you got your own supplement, hey, would you love, you know, I, I can actually teach you how to get that out, how to build an audience, how to create more sales, how to create more clients, how to get more people in your gym, how to get more, you know, trainers, how to get more clients effective today, right? And you can actually, you can still speak to that audience who's interested in weight loss, right? But, hey, you could also start posting and we teach about this, hey, if, you know, we ever thought about making money around this passion. You're obviously passionate about, you know, weight loss, health, and wellness. Have you ever thought about making money on the side with that? There's all sorts of ways. Anyway, we open up doors and we blend it. There's, a, there, you know, there, there's certainly uh, a method to this in a way where once we choose what we, want to, what we want to sell, I mean, you could just create like a five-point checklist, right, on what to do to have the best health in the world, right? And one of those might, you know, one of those steps, step number five might be to actually start, you know, really taking health seriously and make it, make it your, make it your livelihood, make it your passion, make it your calling and actually start making money doing what you love and actually start creating some more time freedom as well so you can do more of the things that you love, like going to the gym. Right? And I've got a way to do that. I can show you. That's you know step number five, a well you know well-rounded, health you know vibrant life. Of course, it has to do with financial freedom as well, so you can have the time to do what you want to do. Hmm. Anyway, I digress. The point of this is that in that conversation we see it all the time is that people can't make a decision. Who here has ever been to, or maybe you are that person? You go to the restaurant. And you're always the last one to make a decision, always. Always, the, like, hey, come back around to me. Give me two more minutes, like two more minutes. You've already had 20. Like two more minutes is going make to make a difference, right? You're just like used to not making decisions so much. So, and maybe even when it's time to make a decision, you let your partner make it for you. He's like, I don't know. Or waiter, hey, whatever you decide, your choice, dealer's choice, right? And that's actually, I do that sometimes, but that's not because, I don't want to make a decision. It's because it's not my house. It's their restaurant. Give me the best meal you've got in the house, not because I want to make a decision. Maybe that wasn't the best example. But if you're at the rest, if you're at the table, if you're always the last one to make that decision, there's a problem here. That's a problem. Do you, like, there is, use that as practice. Next time you're at a restaurant, use that as practice. Step up and you go first. You make the decision quickly because it's really there's really only two things that when we talk about how successful leaders make decisions. And by the way, we got to at least agree like that's a big piece of it, guys. Leaders they they, they step up, they make decisions. They're not always right, but they're going to stand behind their decision. They're going to make the decision to the best of their ability um, for the good of the people, right? As far as leadership, they're going to make the decision. They're going to follow their gut, their intuition, and number one thing that leaders look at when it's time to make a decision is where they want to go if you're taking notes, okay? I can promise you this, is that the top six and seven-figure leaders, we don't, we don't look at current circumstances when they make, we make decisions. You just don't. You can't. 
right? They don't get hung up in circumstances because that's not where their energy is. They're looking for where they want to be going. They're looking for, does this serve my ultimate vision, my mission? Does making this decision, this investment, right, is it going to help me get there quicker? They don't look at where they're currently at. They look at where they want to go. And will this decision help me get there? Will it help me save time? Will it help me save money? Will it give me the, the value, which is number two? It's quite, these are the, there's only, I'm only going to go throw, throw two at you at, at, here this morning because I want to keep this about as simple as possible when it's time for you to make a decision. They just, number one, don't get hung up in their current circumstances. Hell, if we made decisions based on where we were at, think I was 30 grand in debt. I, and that was me. That wasn't from college. That was me beating the shit out of my business, 30 grand in debt, paying for ads, paying to fly around the country to get to, you know, super Saturdays and events and investing in the business. I had zero, like nothing coming in. I was making sales, but I couldn't, I, I wound up 30 grand in debt. If I were to make decisions from that place, I would have never kept going. It wouldn't make any sense. On paper, it's like, dude, you've been doing this for three years. Look at this story. Look at these circumstances. Look at your environment, your quote-unquote reality. Go get a job, right? If I were to make decisions, if I were I had to have made decisions on the circumstances, which is very easy to do, right, we're human. This is why most people will fall back. They'll start doing this business. They invest a little bit. Certainly not, you know, with MLSP, we're talking like 50 bucks, 100 bucks. We're not talking about big money. And I can respect everybody's financial situation, but this is, this is a business. Even with MLM, with network marketing, most starter packs are, what, under 500 bucks? If you were to bring that to, like, traditional business, guys, we're, we're, you know, traditional business, we're talking, like, you know, 50, 100 grand minimum to get started in a business. And that depends on the model you're building, right? If you've got a storefront, franchisees, employees, payroll, benefits, insurance, you know, storefronts, holy shit. Like, now we're talking, I mean, for, like, the Big Daddy franchises, we're talking, like, half a mil, like, Subways. McDonald's is, like, seven, you need seven figures liquid. So when we talk about the cost, of starting a home-based business, it's, it's, you know, that's one of the biggest, while a blessing because the, the barrier of entry is so low, you can walk away so damn easily. Which, again, I, I, if you know my story, man, I'm so blessed. I'm grateful because I kept investing. I'm grateful because I, my, I put my back against the wall. There was no other way. I couldn't just walk away from this. I didn't have another real job. I didn't have anything. I'm not saying don't go get yourself in 30 grand in debt trying to figure this out, but for me, man, what, you know, I didn't have a choice, you know, on paper, it was going to take me 40, 50 years to pay that back at making two grand a month as a bartender and a musician. I didn't have any other choice. So I think playing the game, you know, really burning the boats at that level where there is no plan B, there's only forward is what's such a blessing. And I've seen it. I've seen it. In my almost, you know, since 2005, I've seen the people who get themselves in that, you know, in that situation, you just, you, you can't, you don't have, you don't have the time to mess around on Facebook. You can't, you don't have that luxury anymore. You can't, 
you can't bullshit. You have to go. You have to figure stuff out. You have to get gnarly. You have to get dirty. You have to get, you know, get in there because you have to get, there's no, there's nothing else that you have to make this work. And there, there's some magic that happens in that space. And you, I mean, I, I can talk about it, tell you about it, story after story, but until you're in it, you just, you, you don't know the power in you until you're in that spot. You don't know the character, the strength that you were given until you have to go. And then, boom, magic starts. Miracles show up. God shows up in mysterious, crazy shit ways. So number one is leaders do not look at circumstances when it's time to make decisions. And number two, kind of a, 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 kind of a sub underneath this, is value versus price. Six- and seven-figure earners do not look at price. They look at value. They understand that this is an investment. And where is the value? Is the value there for me? Right? And, and it's, you know, when we invest properly in our business and courses and coachings, mentorships, events, you know, books, anything that's going to level up, it's not a cost. Someone just spent 20 years of their life to put that book, that audio, that course, that program together and they're giving you a shortcut. It took them 20 years to figure that out. They charge you 50 bucks or 20 bucks for the book or 100 bucks for the course. Are you kidding me? That is good. As an entrepreneur who's making decisions, that piece saves me a ton of time. All the trial and error that person went through. The ups and downs. They had to figure that shit out. They, they spent, you know, the better part of their lives better part of, you know, humble have six figures, seven figures to figure that out. And anything, and I'm telling you right now, any six and seven figure earner, when they look at any investment or any decision, does it save me time is a big one. That's the most valuable resource, especially as you get a little bit older. You understand that that one, yes, you can get more of, and yes, there's exciting developments and, you know, you know, in the 21st century with health and and being able to, you know, live longer these days. But that one, man, you can't get back. Once it's gone, it's gone. And if an investment, a choice, a decision is going to help me or any six or seven-figure earner save me time to be able to, you know, maybe that's so I can focus on this area of the business or grow in this area. Or you know what? You know what's okay? Live. Go be with your kids. If this course, if I can turn this around in a week and figure out how to automate some of my business and get here in this area of the business, you know what? That's going to give me a couple extra hours a week to be present while the business is going to keep going. I may invest it. I may work for the next four or five days or maybe even the next 30 days. Right? Because if you're an entrepreneur, a long-term six or seven biz, you know, figure business owner, you're going to be here for the next five or ten years, right? And maybe you've got a goal, you've got the business set up, you've got an exit strategy, or you've got a, a, you know, a magic number for you, and when you hit that, you're good. But right now, if this is, you know, if XYZ decision is going to help me carve out eventually a couple extra hours a week, man, you know, what's cool is that if you like going down that path, guess what? You'll find other things that could help carve and shave off time and bring on help and developers and, and assistants and, and 
publishers and copywriters, and you can start to create, you know, as you create income, you can start to really build this business and, more importantly, your life by design. So when you make a decision around anything that's going to give you some time back, that to me is big. That, that's a big one. I don't even have kids yet. When I do, I'm not going to miss anything. They just, you know, leaders, they, they make the tough decisions, man. They do not look at their current circumstances. God, if they had, they would have never made a decision, ever. Because all sane signs, all, you know, normal people, you know, normal ways, uh, normal views, normal perspectives would lead you and tell you you're freaking crazy. They don't, they don't pay any mind to that. They look at where they want to go and will this help them get there, number one. And number two, they look at value not price. All the wealthiest friends I have, it is not about price. It is about is there a return, not just on my investment, but on my time, on my energy, on my resources. What I'm going to be putting in is the value I'm going to get out. Is that going to help me you know, get to that happy ending that they're promising? Right? I'll give you a bonus one. They pull the trigger. They make decisions quickly. It's not doesn't mean in haste or uh, you know ignorantly. They get some. They collect data. They analyze, but they do it quickly. They see if this is the right decision, and they leaders make decisions quickly and change their minds very slowly. They stand behind the decision and they'll figure it out. Whereas the timid, the weak, they'll take forever to make decisions and they'll change their minds very very quickly. Money likes speed. And by the way, the time between when you know it is, like, hey, I, I need to make this decision, and the time, that pocket of time before you do, that's, that's, the, that's the fear. That's the devil. That's the failure. That's the, the monkey chatter coming up. And the more time between when you have the original, hey, I should do this, and the time that you let by before you pull the trigger, that, the more time that goes by, uh, that is not a good thing. That is, that is the pool of, you know, disease, failure, and fear. We want to stay out of that. The more that we can compress that and start, you know, when the gut, your intuition says, hey, this is, the, this is right, I need to make this decision, the more that we can condition ourselves to pull the trigger quickly. And you know what? Give yourself some freaking, you know, permission to fail. Failing isn't bad. We fail our way to the moon. We fail our way in business all day long. Right? But these decisions, chances are you're not in the ER room and it, you know, you're not playing with life-threatening arteries and, and veins and things, right? These are not, you know, we have the, the flexibility and the plasticity to kind of just, like, let's make the decision and figure it out. And what's cool is that when you collect data, you make the decision, you know you need to go here, this doesn't work, boom. It's not like, oh, shit, this doesn't work. It's like, okay, that didn't work, now what? And you just, if you have that mindset, okay, now what? Now, what can I, what's the decision here? Where else can we grow? That didn't work. I got it. Okay, now what? what, what how can I tweak? How can I shift? Right? How can I do this better? We, we got this. This doesn't work. We pull the trigger, boom. We know we need to go here. We know this is the path, but that didn't work. Okay, shift a little bit. One degree. Okay, now test this. Now, that didn't work. Okay, great. Now, okay, shoot. Now, that's getting, that didn't work. Let's shift here. Now, come back here. Try this. Do this. It's not like, oh, this doesn't work, period. You've made the decision to go here. 
that didn't work and now I'm going to try this. Now I'm going to give this a shot. Now I've collected that pertinent, relevant information and now I'm going to do this. And that's how things get done. That's how the light bulb, 10,000 failures, right? Like, that's a piece of it. It's not going to be a smooth ride all day long, every day. And you wouldn't want it to be. There's no growth there. There's no excitement, right? Without any elasticity, you know, those rubber bands, without any, without any pump, there's no, I mean, what, what's the, you know, everybody on their deathbed talks about the hardship. They talk about the things, you know, the times where they had to make these crazy decisions and they had to go big and figure it out and there was a ton of fear and they faced it anyway and they figured it out. They took the leap and they were guided. God had their back in those times where maybe they thought they were alone or maybe they thought they couldn't make the decision. And they did. And thank God they did. So that was a long rant on decision-making. Sixth and seven-figure earners, they just make decisions a little bit differently. And over on the business page, I'm going to go live. We'll maybe share some more stories. We'll talk about a decision that is very time-sensitive. If you're an MLSP, we've got our email marketing workshop at launchmylist.com where maybe you can take some of this information and apply it to this decision-making process. We start tomorrow. Think about it. If nothing more, I hope you got some value here as far as what you're doing in your life to make decisions and how you can how you can start to maybe start making decisions a little bit more in your power, a little bit more as that guy or gal in your future self, that six or seven figure earner that you're aspiring to be. Like it's not like here's your six figure business, then you'll start making decisions. It's like, hey, you gotta start doing that now when it's uncomfortable, when it's scary. That this is time. Like right now, it's be, do, have, right? Got to become that person, do the actions that they would do, and then have the results, not the other way around. Or everyone would be millionaires. Decisions, y'all. This is how successful leaders make decisions. MLSPFanPage.com. I'm headed there in two minutes. You have been listening to the My Lead System Pro Podcast with Brian Finale and the MLSP Leaders. To learn how MLSP can help you get more leads and make more money in your business starting today, visit www.mlsp.com and take your risk-free test drive. MLSP.com That's MLSP.com, creating tomorrow's leaders today.